Jaguars owner Shad Khan, part of the op-ed piece that ran yesterday. Let's go to the phone line now and welcome in prior to the Jaguars left tackle, Tony Baselli. Tony, it's been a little bit. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good, JP. How are you doing? Good. Um, good to talk to you again. Um, yeah, it's always good to talk to you, my friend. Uh, same to you. Um, things have, have changed a bit since we've spoken the last uh, couple of weeks. It is yeah. um, everything is front and center nationally, and it should be. That That's the way things have been, the, especially the last week or so. And now you're seeing teams around the NFL start to make statements. You're seeing players around the National Football League going out on their social media pages or, or going out in the communities where they reside and and marching and protesting and, and whatever they feel necessary. Uh, this is obviously the number one storyline, not only in the NFL right now, but in our country. And I don't think in our generation, certainly my generation, you're not that much older than I am. We haven't seen anything close to this type of response for something like this. Well, I mean, the closest reminds me of 1992 when I was at USC in the L.A. riots after the uh, Rodney King uh, 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 pr- uh, police brutality yeah. that ended up the riots actually broke out after the police officers were let off and found innocent. Um, and the city basically was in chaos for uh, several days. National Guard had to be brought in. So this is very similar to that. The difference is, is while that had sprinkling in other communities around the country. It was largely contained the, the Los Angeles. Um, this has gone nationwide. Um, it, there's a national response. Um, and by the way, there should be. Um, it's an, enough's enough. You cannot, um, what happened to George Floyd uh, is, you know, cannot happen in our country. Um, now, listen, uh, I'll be the first to tell you that the vast majority of police officers are great human beings that do an amazing job to serve and protect our community. But that's, unfortunately, that's not the story that we're talking about right now. We shouldn't be. It's, it's the, it's the abuse of power. Um, it's, it's being done to a, uh, an African-American man who, um, regardless of if you want to argue, well, there's a, there was a nonviolent crime or not, I don't care what it was. He did not deserve to die. And that, you know, and there's a time, and it's time now that we as a country come together. Um, we listen to each other. Um, we have empathy for each other. Um, and we start trying to figure out how to move forward in a positive way. And, uh, and I think that's what these protests are about. And it's people saying enough's enough. And we're not going to stand by and allow this to happen any longer. Tony Vaselli with us, pride of the Jaguars left tackle. And that's going to be the challenge. I think everybody wants answers. They want change and they want it now. Well, it's not going to be now. It's going to be in time. And there's no answer to when the time frame will be when there's change and answers. I mean, that's, that's the real difficult part of what's going on right now. Um, but this is the beginning of that. Where the end is, we don't really know. Well, in this, I mean, in our country, this is something that started, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, generations and generations ago. And has it improved over the years, especially since the civil rights movement led by Martin Luther King Jr.? Absolutely, it's improved, but it's not where it needs to be. And we took a step backwards in what we saw. And and, and that's not okay. And so we need, need to get, it needs to be a conscious effort of everybody to work together to um, make sure that people are treated equally. Uh, there's equity in the system 
um, and that uh, never should a human being be judged or be treated differently because of the color of their skin. And I, I said this, I've said it a couple times now, there's like no place in our world, our country, somewhere about our country, where we live. Um, like anyone who thinks they're better than somebody else because of their skin color, it's just, just ridiculous to me. And that's, there's no place for that. And we need to rid that. And it starts by, number one, it starts by leaders um, in the community, which NFL teams are and NFL players are and owners are and coaches are making statements and, and making sure that we everyone does their part. It also starts in the homes of mothers and fathers of communicating their kids. I mean, I know I've had very serious conversations with my children. Um, we've always tried to raise them the right way and them understanding to respect everybody, even if they, you know, no matter how they look, and even if they you disagree with them, and that you might have a disagreement of of a major issue, it doesn't mean you, you they, that you should respect them any less or treat them less or anything else. That we are to love and treat everyone with respect. Um, and, and, and so those are the conversations we need to be having as fathers and mothers with our children, because that's where it, it starts. And that's where the change starts. And obviously there needs to be, I mean, people smarter than you and I, JP, need to be looking at the whole system, you know, the legal system. I mean, you know, what legislation, legislative, legislative changes can we make um, to make sure it's equitable for all? Um, but for us as leaders in our homes, in our communities and businesses, the football teams, it's about having honest, open communications, listening to each other, um, trying to walk in each other's shoes, and that's very difficult. Like, I cannot comprehend what it means to be a black man because I'm not. And that's okay, but I can have compassion and I can listen and try to understand. And uh, and that's what it's going to take. And it's a long road. I mean, this is not uh, a quick fix. This is not something that you wake up and it's just over and everything's fine. Um, and I think what you have to do, you have to see change means have to see progress of us going in the right direction as a community tony baselli with us jaguars happy hour jp shadrick with you as well it's thursday june 4th um the the op-ed piece from shad khan there we, we just uh, read a snippet of it the full piece available on jaguars.com and some other media outlets you know he, he goes through his background coming into the united states what he's seen through his own eyes and then the, the next step, I think, that made that totally different from any other team's announcements is what steps he's trying to figure out to move forward on this thing. And, he, and you know, he's, something's going to happen with Mr. Khan. He's going to talk with the players, he said, and see what they want to do as a, as a group. I think with, with him, anything, anytime he says something's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of figuring out what the next step is. Uh, I found the piece very thoughtful, uh, in-depth, and uh, the best one, I think, the, that we've seen from any team in the NFL. Well, listen, we all have, you know, we're all shaped from where we come from and, and the families we were raised in, the communities we were raised in. And, and I'll tell you one of the great things, and we digress for a second, that I love about professional football player and being an athlete, that I was exposed and around and work closely with people who came from different places than I did and were raised differently and, and experienced different culture. To me, I love that. That's refreshing to me. Like I like being around different people and experience and trying to understand it and then learning about me and me learning about them. Um, because we're all, we're all different. I mean, and who, 
who would want it any other way. Like, who wants to all be the same? That's boring. Um, and so, I mean, I told the story of going to USC from Boulder, Colorado, where my high school had a handful of African-American students, to USC in the middle of – just outside downtown Los Angeles in a locker room of a college football team where the majority of the people are African-American. And to learn and to experience that and be around it in the community I lived in, uh, where USC is located, I thought it was fascinating. I learned so much and I grew and I loved it. And, and it goes throughout the NFL. We learned to work together and to understand each other and to respect each other. Um, and I say all that because the statement that Sean Khan made is shaped by his experience as a uh, coming from Pakistan as a young man, as a Muslim American. Um, I mean, think back uh, being a Muslim around. Uh, 9/11, how difficult that was, and, and the strain and the and the bigotry that we saw happen, and because of people being afraid and scared and and everything else, because that's where that a lot of that comes from. A lot of times, is fear of the unknown and, and being scared, and and for the way that he has responded, in the way that he has found um, a pathway to be just uber successful, um, is one great you know, story and testimony, but also about um, his passion around of making sure that there is equality and there is equity in, in the system. And and you're right. I have little doubt that Scott Connell put his energy and his resources and the old saying, his money where, you know, his mouth is because of what he said, because that's who he is. And that's how, I mean, he is, um, I can only imagine what he has gone through and seen of coming over here at 16 years of age with not much in his back pocket as a student and to work his way through and all the different challenges as, you know, coming from another, uh, another country, being a Muslim American, all the things he talked about, the challenges and what he's overcome has shaped him. And that's why it's so powerful. And I think it'll be, it'll be very powerful what he will do. Um, and I thought the op-ed was powerful. Tony Baselli with us. Let's talk a little ball, Tony. Um, coaching, you know, that's that's kind of back of mind for everybody this week. Every, everything going well, on. Well, but JP, think be. about it. It's back of mind for multiple reasons. We had, I mean, obviously because what's for, for uh, you know, in the forefront and should be, yes, is what has happened yes. and the awakening that it has caused in all of us. And because I think it's easy for a lot of us to take it for granted because we don't experience that, and not because of you know we want to or, or we feel that's okay or anything else just you know life goes fast and you forget about it. and this is like a shock to the system and it's shocking that it happened and it's shocking that it can happen in our country so that kind of takes the forefront but even more than ever because of the pandemic and the coronavirus football has been so secondary outside that short weekend of the draft where we kind of got to live like everything was normal even though it was virtually even you know football has kind of been how do we do it in spite of the coronavirus? Well, now you have this other, you know, the national story around what, what we're um, dealing with and what we, we should be dealing with. And so it's hard because you're still not going to, and I know you're going to talk about this, but players are still not coming in. It's just coaches. Yep. Um, my big question to Doug and everyone, like, what are you going to do? Like, why are you coming in? Why can't you just do it at your house? Correct. I mean, it's Zoom. You have all the technology or whatever technology, Microsoft, team whatever they use um i wonder what is the purpose of coming in as a staff if your players can't be there 
Apparently, the league is allowing up to 100 people in each facility starting tomorrow. That's Even players? That include, no, no, no. No players. Um, That's my point. So what's the purpose? Right. I guess my question would be because, you know, I'll just – like even in my job at Optum working in healthcare. I mean, with the technology today in this world, I'm just as productive. Maybe more productive because you're not wasting time, you know, shooting the breeze with the fellas in the, in the office um, because you're just grinding one meeting to the next. And I imagine that there's a, 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 the level of productivity did not drop because coaches were at home. Um, I, I, that'd be my guess. And so I'd love to be great to sit down with, Dove, uh, with uh, Dave and Doug to find out, you know, what, what this looked like and how is their productivity compared to a normal year. Well, Doug said in a conference call last week that the uh, the, the happiest folks to uh, hear that they're going back to work is his family. Is the, is the wife. Yeah, right. The wife. <laughs> Get him out of the house. So. Yeah, that's true now. Maybe that's why they should leave. Just all of them, I mean, the of their relationships and their families. I know my family will be just fine and happy when I can get back on a plane and travel again. No doubt. Um, Tony, hey, good stuff, man. Good to talk to you, as always. And uh, thanks for the insight and the commentary today. We appreciate it. Well, JP, thanks. It's good to come on. It's, I, I do miss uh, seeing everybody. That's one thing. It would be fun to get back down there and to see everyone. And uh, obviously, I know you're no different, you know, we need to be, you know, praying about uh, praying for our communities and, and being active and, and communicating and uh, and uh, and making sure we listen during this time and, and try to make real change. Tony, great stuff. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, JP, talk to you soon. All right, Tony Baselli, pride of the Jaguars' left tackle, joining us here on the program, Jaguars' happy hour. Time now for the community spotlight. Congaree and Penn giving away 1,000 pounds of rice to those in need. If you know of a family that's struggling to keep food on the table or an organization that's helping to distribute food to those in need, email the following information to hello at congareeandpen.com. One, your name. Two, the recipient's name. Three, the recipient's mailing address. And four, a note of encouragement if you'd like to include one. Good stuff from Congaree and Penn. Back with more in a moment. John Osier right around the corner. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Geico presents, oh boy. Another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, I got some bad news. Someone broke into our apartment and they took your TV and your computer. But what's most upsetting is they took my water bottle. Oh, wait, there it is. I was really worried for a second. Oh, they took your stereo, too. The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if your roommate is only worried about her $2 aluminum water bottle. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on Ratter's insurance. Jags fans... Fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look, fantastic features, so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jags card. 
TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Committed to the team, committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Diamonds Direct celebrates the reopening of our local economy with our most amazing offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing with no money down on anything and everything. Yes. Now, for a limited time, Diamonds Direct is doing our part to help you get back to normal and celebrate your love like never before. Our prices and values are the best ever. Our showcases are fully stocked, and we're letting you buy now with nothing down, and you can spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Been putting off that engagement? Get her a $6,000 designer ring now and pay just $100 a month. Did you miss celebrating that anniversary? How about a $3,000 diamond eternity band for just $50 a month? Summer is the season for love, and we're doing all we can to make this summer one to remember. With exceptional values, extra selection, and the most exceptional finance opportunity. Five years, zero interest on approved credit. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. If you bleed teal and black, we've got your back. 1010XL 92.5 FM, home of the Jaguars. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour, Thursday, June 4th. JP Shadrick from the home studio. We continue away from TIAA Bank Field. The, uh, the last show. At TIAA Bank Field, let's see, let's pull out the calendar, it was March 19th. It's been a while. Thank you for sticking with us through these times. Uh, all dailies and dailies dash locations are open and operating under normal hours. Pick up a fresh made-to-order sub or sandwich from dailies dash. We continue breaking down the ShotCon op-ed that ran yesterday in different media outlets and on Jaguars.com, of course, through the uh, Jaguars PR department. Second part we'll get to here, quote, in Jacksonville, I frequently meet with Jaguars players to better understand their experiences and concerns. I can only imagine the remainder of emotions today in the wake of all that has unfolded in 2020. I know they are hurting. They're also committed to doing good in Jacksonville and the communities where they were raised and will always consider home. Mindful of this, I will listen to the players in the days ahead with an exceptionally keen ear so we can work with them to make the transition from conversation to actionable plans in the name of lasting change, end quote. That's from Jags owner Shad Khan and the op-ed piece that ran yesterday. And if you follow, have met, or have been around or been involved with any capacity Shad Khan, you know that those aren't just words on a page. He's going to follow through and, and uh, do what he says. He always does. Jaguars senior writer John Osier always does what he says as well. He's with us now. 
John, good afternoon. First, uh, who was the first guest, JP, today? Tony, B- Tony Baselli. You might have heard of him. Okay, then I've got a, I've got an easy <laughs> easy twenty minutes. I can I can outdo Tony. <laughs> good, good, good. I want so, to make it easy yeah, for you today. Yeah, um, yeah. The op-ed piece I thought I think it goes without saying was you know fantastic from the heart. I don't know fantastic is the right word, but well thought out and you know I thought a contrast to maybe a lot of things that have been put out that maybe a lot of them I don't know if, if obligatory is the right word, but a lot of them said the same thing over and over again, and I'm sure all that was from the heart as well. But Shad just you know I think he has a more personal story than maybe a lot of corporations that have put out statements if that makes any sense I think his was clearly uh based on a lot of his experience and as you said if if if, if you've been around Shad you realize that he's not I don't know how it always comes across when he's at a podium JP but you've been around him when he's when he talks and when he he discusses ideas and uh, issues like this are important to him. And uh, I think that maybe came across in the op-ed piece more than maybe it does when he's answering questions in front of a camera, just because he had more time uh, and the words, you know, maybe he was able to choose them and really think about what he wanted to say in this. And, I think that's why it sort of rang true for a lot of people. I got a lot of positive feed or positive, a lot of feedback from readers saying that it really touched them. John Ozier with us, Jaguars.com senior writer. And, and that's the other, like I just mentioned a second ago, John, if he says he's going to sit down with players and, and figure out the next steps for change and, and all that, it's going to happen. Um, yeah. What the answer is, we may not know yet, but, all that's going to happen. Everything in that op-ed piece, you, you know, he's going to follow up to a team. Yeah, it really will. And, you know, and again, I think JP being around the team, you and I have had opportunity to talk to Shad, even when we're not holding the microphone. That's correct. And I don't know that, I don't know that all fans, I think maybe some fans have, I've got, I've gotten emails over the years from people who have met Shad out and, who he's had conversations with when he's trying to figure things out about the Jags, uh, you know, because you you don't get to his station in life without listening to people. And whenever I've had conversations with him about anything, be it uh, the website, be it the nature of my job, whatever. Now, when Shad Khan listens, JP, he listens uh, to a right. point where it it's, it, it's almost intimidating to a degree because he is listening to you. And I've been in conversations where he does not want to hear what he thinks somebody in my position, which is way down the line in the team is going to quote, say to an owner, just to get out of the conversation. That makes any sense. I think you've had the same kind of conversations when he asks you a question, he wants an answer that's real, that cuts through any cliche or whatever you might call it. And, you know, I, I can only imagine, I've not talked with him about this issue, but my guess is when he talks to players about this, he is going to want to hear real things, not what they think he wants to hear is probably a better way of putting it. Yeah. 
So, you know, um, I'm not sure if I'm describing that right. And feel free to sort of help me out and push me in the right direction. But I've gotten that feeling in conversation with Shot about things before. I've got to think that he's bringing that 100% in this situation. When he talks to people, he is going to want to know what's real, what do you think can be done, how can we maybe get that message or do something real across. So, uh, yeah, the 800 words of whatever he wrote yesterday, he's not lip service on that front. He wants those to be real and he wants action to follow. And if it's not real, it's on to the next conversation. That, that's the, the way his timing, yeah. his timing works. He has to work yeah, in that manner. Because if you, if... To a point where, again, it, it can be intimidating talking to him. That's he, right. he is a no-nonsense individual. Uh, and, you know, it probably goes without saying he's brilliant. So when he wants to find out something about an issue, you better try to have something to say that adds to the conversation. And his radar goes down pretty quick if it's not real. So, I, you know, I guess I'm just going through all this to try to explain to fans when he talks about stuff like this, it is not a in one ear out the other situation. He's going to try to absorb it and try to turn that into action. John Ogier with us, Jaguars.com, senior writer at Jaguars Happy Hour on Thursday, June 4th. Glad you're along with us this afternoon. You know, this is uh, obviously this whole offseason, John, is one we've never experienced before. Everybody's at home. and Well, we've experienced that before in the lockout, I guess. But sure. um, with the meetings virtually and, and the way the league has operated over the last two to three months, I don't think we've seen that. And the question is going to be moving ahead here. It sounds like the coaches are allowed back in tomorrow. Um, and then there's questions whether there will be any on-field work in the off-season program. The feeling, I guess, that we've kind of had is that how? No, it's already June. And, you know, you'd have to have a plan of attack to get those guys back in the building. And that's just not a feeling. So add this to the mix and, you know, leadership for this football team has had to juggle a lot. They're having to juggle this as well, which is fine. That That's the way it should be right now. But that is a lot going on without any football happening at all, John. It might be the, the busiest, um, most important right. offseason, yeah. the most important offseason we've had in the NFL. Well, certainly the strangest and uh, the most packed with uh, – you know, you know, situations that really uh, force, promote you to think. You know, COVID obviously made you think about a lot of things. Uh, this situation, if you're not thinking about it, you know, you're tone deaf and, you know, you're not checked in with the world. So, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how to predict what the current unrest and how players and the conversations that are going on how that's going to play out. I, 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 I am sure that they will do something, the players, the team, I say they, meaning a journalist covering the team, you know, there's no doubt they're going to do something. I, I don't know what that's going to entail. So if I could talk separately in terms of what the football stuff is going to be, you know, I, I can't imagine there being football players practicing until training camp. Maybe I'm wrong on that. It just doesn't feel that way. I agree. I think the coaches going back is, it is probably can be seen more as it's a good sign, a good step toward the concept of football in the fall. 
I don't know that much is going to change in terms of communication with players until they're actually back in the building. You know, I think they have, I would guess they have figured out a way to communicate through Zoom where they feel like that is going strongly. Meaning, you know, us as a department, JP, we've had our meetings. At first it was kind of clunky. And now when we meet, we get our information out there and I feel like we're communicating. I'm sure coaches and players have hit that point, but I don't know how much the news that coaches are in the building is going to change preparation until the players are actually back in the building. So, uh, but all teams are in, in the same boat on that front. I think one thing that's interesting is Gardner Minshew's leadership, the fact that he's reaching out to players, the fact that, I don't know if it's just Gardner, but players are talking during all this and they're motivated, focused. That, to me, is a good sign for the Jaguars, and maybe I take more from that than anything else right now. Well, they need to because there's a lot to learn. I mean, this is a new offense, yeah. a new a new regime, basically, and um, if they don't take take it by the horns, then they're not going to take it. They have to go do it themselves. Yeah, but it, uh, you know, it's easy for fans and observers to think, well, that – any team would do that. Any players are going to do that. Yes, but the the level to which is teams do it, I think, I think varies. During the lockout last time, you heard reports different teams got together out away from the facility on different levels. Um, I'm sure not every team right now, all 32, are are communicating at the same levels are putting as much into learning the offense. Maybe some teams don't have as much to do. I'm encouraged by the amount that when Gardner and you hear different players talk, you hear these guys talking about the Zoom meetings where they're going through plays, where they're calling each other afterwards. Um, you know, I don't know how to quantify it, but I'd sure rather be hearing that than not hearing about it. <laughs> Good point. Uh, John Ozer, Jaguars.com senior writer. I know it's been uh, a different week, so there has not been as much uh, written coverage on the site as we would normally have. What do you have coming up, though, down the pike here? Well, and to explain what you just said, a reason I really didn't write anything the last couple of days, on the website, Shad has his op-ed or or essay. I think as a department, everybody felt like, that's what people should be focused on when they come to the site. That's important right now. So the decision was made, hey, we'll back off, and there'll be a time in the next couple of days we get back to writing football. So really the football thing that's on the site, uh, podcast with Peter King on Monday, um, I think anybody who's listened to Peter knows he's very insightful. We recorded it before really uh, the unrest and the issue uh, that we're all dealing with with the racism really became forefront. So that's not on there, but he talked a lot about COVID. He talked a lot about what a already, what an amazingly complex off season it was. I can't imagine what that would be now, but he also had some good things to say about Gardner Minshew, about the pressure that's facing him, about the franchise itself. So as you know, JP, you know, Peter, you've talked to him. Anytime he talks to an issue, it's interesting. So I'd recommend people, uh, you check that out. It's worth listening to. Yeah, check it out. The official podcast network on wherever you get your podcast. Also available on Jaguars.com. The Ozone podcast coming up. Uh, and, and from last week, too. Oh, sure. Good to talk to you as always, bud. Thanks for your time. JP, as always. We'll talk soon, buddy. Yes, Thank sir. you. John Ozer, senior writer, Jaguars.com. 
uh, joining us here on Jaguars Happy Hour today. Uh, this year, the Jags have made becoming a season ticket member easier than ever. If you're connect, uh, concerned that your financial situation may change, the Jags are offering full refunds up to the start of the season, and you can defer up to 40% of your 2020 costs into next year with the two-year agreement. Or take advantage of interest-free seven-month payment plans, all designed to get you and your family back to football at the bank. Get all the details at jaguars.com or call 633-2000. Jeff Lagerman joins us in just a moment. We are about halfway home. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. There's a chance your local GEICO agent has the same affinity for dad jokes as you. What do you call a fake noodle? I don't know. Maybe an impasta. Oh, so cheesy. Ah, did it great on you. Yeah, you really shredded me. <laughs> but there's a better chance your local GEICO agent could help you out with auto, homeowners, renters, or condo insurance. Motorcycle, boat, or RV insurance, too. They'll work hard to provide sound advice and significant savings. You don't need to share a love for paternal puns to do that. Local GEICO agents. Call or visit yours today. When America needed us to build, we built. Masks, ventilators, shields. When local communities and frontliners needed support, Ford dealers answered. And now we're open and ready to serve you with special offers and deals across the Ford lineup. Stop by a Ford dealership or go online. We've made it safer to shop, easier to buy. Built for America. Built Ford Proud. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank, division of TIAA, FSB, Equal House Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 35 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the mid-100s, and a wide selection of move-in-ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Hey, Jacksonville, to help keep our community safe, your friends at Travel Camp RV are now offering free home deliveries on new RV purchases up to the first 100 miles. Their specialists are fully equipped to customize your deal over the phone with live video walkthroughs to help you find the perfect unit. 
If you prefer to view the RVs in person, they're open normal hours and have implemented improved cleaning policies to keep you safe. Travel Camp is committed to doing everything they can to make your visit comfortable and safe. Call or visit today, 833-388-9426 or TravelCamp.com. He spends more time with the Jaguars than his own kids. And no one covers your favorite team better than 1010XL's Hayes Carline. We're back. Jaguars happy hour, June 4th on this Thursday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick with you from the home studio. Glad you're along with us today. Money Pages is helping communities save and local businesses grow through its magazine and app. Download the free Money Pages app for local savings instantly. Our thanks to Tony Vaselli. Our thanks to John Osher, Jaguars.com senior writer, for joining us uh, earlier in the program. Uh, we continue in the ShadCon op-ed that was announced or released yesterday. Uh, we're going through the final few uh, paragraphs of that here on the program, the full piece available on Jaguars.com and other media outlets as well. Uh, another excerpt from yesterday, quote, racial discrimination has no place in our society. That's been said, but what's been done? We must have the answer today and we'll work with players, staff, and more to arrive at a timely response because this moment, while agonizingly similar in many ways, is unlike any other in our history for underserved people and communities in the United States. We cannot attack the virus of racism with indifference or periodic attention. We cannot expect an easy cure or give up when the quest becomes inconvenient or uncomfortable. End quote. That's from Shad Khan's op-ed yesterday on Jaguars.com. We go to the phone now. Jeff Lagerman, Jaguars analyst, joining us. Jeff, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, JP. Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you as always. And well, it's, it's always it's always good to be heard, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, it is indeed. <laughs> uh, we are. It's been quite a week, obviously, around the NFL, but not only there, but around our country with everything that is is happening currently and has happened and and will happen in the days and weeks and months ahead. What did you make of Mr. Khan's op-ed yesterday when you read it? Uh, well, well said, uh, certainly uniquely qualified to be able to speak on that topic. And uh, I know a lot of people have tried to, to voice their opinion and their concern, but who better to hear from than Shad uh, Khan, who is a minority himself and has had to deal with discrimination as a Muslim American. And uh, I, I read it, and I thought it was extremely powerful. It, it is. Uh, it certainly is. I think, it was, as we said earlier in the show, I think it's the most powerful of anything that any of the teams have put out well, because it's a different I perspective. That I, that I, well, I, I think the one thing that I liked about it, and it, it really spoke, I think, to, to the foundation of what some of the unrest is about, which is, which is the systematic racism. But also, it also gave, I think, a very – upfront explanation and that look there are opportunities that still exist though and i'm a living example of that and that i was helped along the way and so let's not feel that there is absolutely no hope you know so i, th I think it was kind of it was kind of twofold and accomplished a couple different things and i think that's why it was so unique in nature and that it did kind of cover multiple areas of, of what's going on 
Jeff Logman with us, Jaguars analyst, Jaguars happy hour. Uh, the reactions are from players around the National Football League, um, it's front and center of the NFL news right now. You know, it, it was interesting to me, the, the, the Drew Brees situation that happened yesterday, the day before. His comments came out. Many of his teammates came out immediately um, on the other side of it and against Drew Brees. And since then, there have been uh, there's been an apology from Brees and the acceptance of the apology by some of those. But that's just one example of, of way a comment can go one way and then the entire locker room is is kind of on the other side of this thing or is on the other side of this thing. Well, How is this going to play yeah. in certain locker rooms? Well, first of all, I think the locker room is very unique, and there's a lot of things that would be considered taboo in a workplace setting, but they're never they're never taboo in a locker room. And I think that's what makes an NFL locker room so unique. And when players leave the game, it's very hard to find something that even that it even comes close to that. But uh, to, to get to Drew Brees, first and foremost, the video of George Floyd getting killed, murdered, was so powerful. And moving, I think, to a lot of different people. And I don't know really the the basis where the response on Drew Brees came about, where he started talking about he didn't want to disrespect the country and the nation by kneeling for the flag, which why in the world are you even going there? What does that have to do with anything that is going on right now? So Drew Brees stuck his foot in his mouth, and he deserved every response that he got. Know the nature of the question, but clearly that shouldn't even have been on his mind or on his lips to be spoken. So his teammates were right in criticizing him, and Drew Brees was right in trying to apologize for some of the some of that commentary. And I thought that uh, Cameron Jordan, I think, spoke very well. Malcolm Jenkins, I thought, responded to it uh, in a proper way. So uh, I think Drew Brees learned a lot and that he's got to be a little bit more careful with his words, and especially right now. I mean, you, you've got to be careful with your words if you're an NFL player. And uh, But at the same token, you also don't want people to be so careful that they're not speaking from the heart, because I think when you get to the heart of the matter, you want people speaking from the heart so people can understand different perspectives. Right. So it's, uh, it's a challenging time. And there's a lot of people that are very disappointed as they should be. And, and I hate to say that sometimes with tragedy comes, comes, I don't want to say reward, but also comes change. And uh, you hope that that happens and you hope that uh, the nation can heal and some leadership can step up and help all of that happen. Yeah. And the timing of that is just who knows. I mean, that, that that's what we don't have an answer to, but the, the progress has started, I believe, and uh, Jeff Logman is with us, Jaguars analyst. Uh, a little football talk now, Logs. Coaches are allowed back in the building tomorrow. That's a good step in the right direction. I don't know what they can do differently that they can't do now in the office, but at least they can be in the office. That's step one. Yeah, and, you know, until I heard Tony earlier talking about you know, what difference does it make? I mean, until you let the players come back, I mean, what difference does it really make, you know, letting coaches come back? I, well, I, I think it makes a difference, first of all, especially when you've got a new offensive staff. You know, the ability to communicate in the same room for that offensive staff so that people can 
start to formulate game plans and formulate theories on what their offense is going to look like with a staff that's never been together. So I think there's great benefit to having the coaches to be able to come back to work and to be in the same room together, especially for the Jaguars on the offensive side of the ball. You know, for the, for the players themselves, I don't think there's going to be anything in the offseason for anybody, and nor do I think there should be. I think the NFL needs to concentrate fully on getting teams prepared for the start of training camp and trying to figure out what that may look like or what it may not look like, and also trying to figure out exactly what they want to do to accomplish as close to a full season as they can before the virus is expected to come back. So uh, there's a lot of things to focus on, and, and offseason is certainly not one of the, for the players from offseason activity. I don't think that's really anything to worry about or to be concerned about right now. And then, of course, yeah, as you, as you mentioned, as this summer goes along, the next few weeks, month or so, we'll, we'll get a clearer picture of how that training camp is going to look and preseason if there is and uh, then to the regular season. It's just a little too early to tell right now. I think they've got to get through some calendar before they even start making moves on that front. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, look, uh, this is a whole different set of parameters to be dealing with from an NFL team's perspective. You got it. And uh, much like what we're talking about with some of the things going on in our society, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening that uh, that haven't happened, aren't aren't part of you know this time of year with the national pandemic, worldwide pandemic going on at the same time. And boy, you talk about challenges for for everybody. And uh, this is certainly a challenging year for a lot of people. I don't remember. I mean, I I've been in the league. This will be my ninth season in the league, but I've watched the league obviously over the years. You've been around it longer than I have. I, I don't remember a a more, uh, let's call it tumultuous offseason, considering there's no football going on, right? I mean, everything that's happened. No, no, no. There's there's nothing that's even come close to it. You know, I mean, when you talk about a worldwide pandemic and and you have where we're at now with, holy cow, I mean, the the killing of George Floyd. And here's the other thing. Why, Why weren't these other officers charged as well? They I mean, have been. Have them they fired. have been. Good. They have been since then. And I mean, how in the world can anybody days. stand by and sit there and watch what happened? Right. I mean, that to me that that is completely baffling. How anybody would stand by and sit there and accept what happened, or to sit there and allow that to happen? I don't understand that. Right. So the the others have been since charged. The last day or two, I think that the charges have changed, and they upped the charge to uh, murder two charge for the uh, the lead officer in that situation so with that combined the unrest that has followed that around the country around the nfl this is uh, uncharted water for sure and uh, i think we're only just beginning logs which is we said that about two months ago too i think just well i mean it is i mean and everything is in the unknown category right now yep. and uh to to try to comment on it, i mean you can only speculate I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different things that are in our life that we're trying to figure out right now. I mean, there are a lot of things that are unknown for a lot of people, you know, from, from a work standpoint to a schooling standpoint to a societal standpoint to a sports standpoint. <laughs> the, the list goes on and on of issues that, 
families in America are dealing with, and some are dealing with more than others. And uh, it, it makes 2020 certainly a year that uh, will hard to, to, to be forgotten. That's for sure. You got that right. Uh, we're only June 4th, so we got a lot of 2020 left to go here, Logs. Uh, hey, good stuff, man. Good to talk to you as always. Appreciate your time. All right, JP. Good talking with you and look forward to the point where me and you and Bo and Joe and maybe even Johnny Osher can all be in the same room together and we can have a handshake and a cold iced Coca-Cola while we do a radio yeah, show. Unsweetened iced tea, of course, is what we'll have. Yes, Absolutely. That's right. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, Jeff. CJP. Jeff Lagerman, Jaguars analyst with us. Jaguars happy hour rolling along. We are down to our final moments after this. It's Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Whether you're driving to a Jaguars game or on the way to work, when you see flashing lights, please move over. If you can't move over a lane, slow down 20 miles per hour below the speed limit. You can protect those who help you on the road. From law enforcement and other first responders to utility and tow truck drivers, they all need you to be at the top of your game while you're driving. See lights? Please move over. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles and the Florida Highway Patrol. Jags fans. Fill your wallet with one debit card that screams do ball exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa debit card comes with a fierce look, fantastic features, so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash Jagscard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, Jacksonville, Duncan wants you to know that they have your back through this difficult time by making your experience as easy as possible with on-the-go ordering. It takes two simple steps. One, place your order and pay through the Duncan app. Two, pick up your order in-store or from the drive-thru for an easy grab-and-go experience. Duncan is committed to taking care of their guests and being a place of comfort during this difficult time and is here to keep you running. America runs on Duncan. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Diamonds Direct celebrates the reopening of our local economy with our most amazing offer ever. Five years, zero interest financing with no money down on anything and everything. 
Yes! Now, for a limited time, Diamonds Direct is doing our part to help you get back to normal and celebrate your love like never before. Our prices and values are the best ever. Our showcases are fully stocked, and we're letting you buy now with nothing down, and you can spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Been putting off that engagement? Get her a $6,000 designer ring now and pay just $100 a month. Did you miss celebrating that anniversary? How about a $3,000 diamond eternity band for just $50 a month? Summer is the season for love, and we're doing all we can to make this summer one to remember. With exceptional values, extra selection, and the most exceptional finance opportunity. Five years, zero interest on approved credit. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. X's and O's with yoga pants, helmets and heels. Tuesday nights from 6 to 8 on 1010XL. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour, June 4th. J.P. Shadrick from the home studio, final moments. Florida Blue is here to help you better understand COVID-19 share information to help protect you and your family and make sure you get the care and support you need during this challenging time. Florida Blue's support extends beyond healthcare as they work with the community to provide meals for seniors, masks for healthcare workers and residents, funds for immediate needs and expertise on prevention. Final moments. Hey, it has been uh, quite a week around the National Football League with uh, everything that has happened, the uh, response after uh, the George Floyd situation in Milwaukee, and that has moved into cities around the country and, of course, around the National Football League as well. We've, we mentioned the Drew Brees uh, situation in New Orleans, some of his comments and the reaction to those comments. Since then, Brees has issued an apology, and some of those players who came out publicly in response to Brees originally have said they have accepted it. The conversation continues uh, down in New Orleans. Uh, that's really has been the biggest over the last couple of days around the NFL, the biggest um, uh, response, reaction, uh, at least in my opinion, to what has happened. The uh, union apparently is updating players today on getting back to work at team facilities in a video conference uh, that should be ongoing about right now. The, um, the Player Association will update players on the discussions of reopening facilities and a return to football activity at some point. Uh, when that is, uh, nobody really knows. And there's the feeling that it might not be until training camp. And it's June 4th currently, so training camp is late July on the calendar. That's a long time between now and then for a lot of things to happen. So we shall see. Those are the biggest news uh, from around the National Football League. Uh, you, you've heard off to the side, if you, you're following football and college football, especially some colleges trying to get back and get players back at some point. Well, today, apparently a report came out that five Alabama players tested positive for COVID-19 after workouts. They were uh, working out as a group together. The workout included nearly 50 players. They were tested Tuesday. They practiced together on Wednesday, and they got the results apparently today. Voluntary workouts start on June 8th officially in the Southeastern Conference, so that's something to watch um, with large groups of players starting to gather on their own ahead of that time 
uh, how that response happens and, and how those group settings happen. Um, we'll see if the league has any follow to um, their response in the Southeastern Conference. Uh, those are some of the biggest storylines from around the NFL, of course. Three cheers this week, and you know what? Let's give it out to the people here in the city of Jacksonville. Um, after a little bit of unrest on Saturday downtown, um, which didn't go too far, uh, it, it did go too far, but it didn't go for too long, let's say. It was uh, shut down pretty quickly by the JSO. Since then, at least as far as I know, everything has been peaceful. Everything has been organized and has gone the right way. There was a march in San Marco last night, not far from the house here. And by all accounts, it went fantastic with thousands of people involved uh, marching from Southside Park behind the library through San Marcos Square and back. Um, and it, it went very well. And that is, that, that's a great sign. So three cheers this week to the people here in the city of Jacksonville uh, who are exercising their right to get out and protest, and, and they should, and they've, they've done a great job of it. Let's keep it up uh, here in the city of Jacksonville. Interested to see what's ahead for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is still the off-season program. Meetings are happening online. Um, I'm sure this has been a topic of conversation um, in those meetings between the team, coaching staff, and all of that. We saw Shad Khan's uh, op-ed this week, and as we said earlier in the show, everything that was said in that, if you know Mr. Khan, will happen. So what does the organization as a whole do next? Will there be something publicly? We'll see. I, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked by that at all, and uh, it's uh, certainly possible, and I, would, I wouldn't be surprised at that in the least. So thank you for joining us today. That'll do it for our program. Our thanks to Tony Baselli, John Osier, and Jeff Lagerwood. For everyone involved, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We will catch you next time. Thank you for listening and watching. It is Jaguars Happy Hour. And it comes to you every Thursday, 4 o'clock, on 1010 AM, jaguars.com, at Jaguars on social media and the Jaguars app as well. We'll catch you next time. Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars digital network.